Hello, Echoes. Welcome to the cave. Today on beautiful Gemini Moon, we are going to talk about the tarot and how it is with the astrology signs. So we took um, kind of a consensus online because, you know, everybody wants to argue about what they think is the preference in this case. Um, so we got kind of a consensus and are going to be going off of that. And stay tuned to the end because we will be giving um, a few laughs out because we're going to play a game. So definitely stay tuned for that. This is the first lunation, which is going to be a full moon um, since the eclipses. So anything that has happened since the nodes have been in Sagittarius and Gemini are kind of coming to a close and next year we'll be starting with Taurus and Scorpio nodes. So that's kind of um, what this energy is going to embody. And so without further ado, we'll get to playfully playing. Gabby, you want to start? Um, well, I'm kind of just like hung up on the fact because I just had like a realization when you were talking um or an epiphany i guess i don't know but like i didn't know that like the way the eclipses worked were like based on the north and south node but that just made so much sense <laughs> yeah because okay eclipses only happen when the sun and the moon are in the same signs as the nodes that's when eclipses happen so oh. fun fact you learn something new every day right yeah exactly so um, you're starting with um Capricorn, right? And the playful lines also related tarot. So do you right. want to start with that, Gabby? Well, Capricorn's the devil, which is like, what is the devil? Like addictions and I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm like versed enough in the tarot to like be the one to start this here. okay it's all good it's all good um well i mean to me i think the playful side of the devil card is definitely the fact that the devil or aka lucifer was the rebel and it can break through those confines of traditional um like concepts and kind of break free and kind of it's kind of like Uranus type energy in in a way but um but it, it is kind of like accessing that different side of things that can sometimes be a deeper darker thing too that actually will help you know release energy so that then you have more room for playfulness and you have more room for those kinds of facets of yourself that you have been suppressing in the darkness for so long well, and also Capricorns, if anybody who's known a, a Capricorn, that so their their sun sign is Capricorn, uh, a couple of us have uh, have Capricorn in our in our big three, like me. But you can see with Capricorns, they're they're usually so serious and and focused and sometimes super boring in a lot of ways. But if you are paying really close attention. You can see their eyes dance and you can see that little smirky mirth, right? And you and you can get their sarcastic humor. There is something that definitely simmers below the surface that's very playful. It's just difficult for that for it to come out of them. It's like an old man. It's like if you picture an old man, how like, you know, you, you see an old man and you're like, 
oh wow like he must be so serious and whatnot but then all of a sudden he's telling you like the worst jokes ever and you're like ha <laughs> ha ha so funny <laughs> and, and and that's that that's that devilish humor right they have right humor. it's it's mirthful but you know kind of like like a little bit sneaky They're, they have sneak it coming right well, I feel like capricorns are like low-key some of the funniest people too because it's like and I feel like a lot of times with Capricorn energy, like I can speak more to like the astrology side rather than the tarot, but like with the Capricorn energy, it's like they come up with, like it's, it's, like you said, it's sneaky, you know, and you don't even see it coming and you expect them to just be so like stoic in a situation. And then they're the ones like making the like most sarcastic or like the most like dry remarks. And you're like, wait, did you just say that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, Capricorn and, and, humor and is like some of my favorite humor. <laughs> They, and they really smirk because they got you because that's yeah. one of the big things about Capricorns is they like to get you like the devil likes to get you. And that's mm -hmm. most likely why the devil card is associated with Capricorn, because it's got that sneaky get you there. They are kind of manipulative because they like things to go their way. Right. Mm -hmm. So they like people to dance to their tune. They want everything to fall into place. And so they like to have control of it. But they do have a playful side. If they allow it to come out, it's just, it's very joyful. It, it's like the contrast in life where you, you can't know joy unless you know the other side. Well, mm -hmm. they're definitely that in a package. Right. Right. Because right. Capricorn's ruler is Saturn. And Saturn is like, you know, the timekeeper. And they're, you know, I've heard so many people say that Capricorns are born old and they age in reverse because they're so serious as children and so like focused as adults that it's not until they get older to be older adults that they really start to kind of like see their playful sides come out, you know. Stop right. being serious. And it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to die pretty soon. I better have a sense of humor about this. And speaking of dying, the next thing we're going to talk about is Scorpio. And Scorpio is related to the death card. Surprise. And, and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's another one of my big three, like Capricorn's in my big three, Scorpio's in my big three, and yours too, right, Gab? Um, well, but Scorpio is my Pluto, which it's like, it's square, like almost, it's like a one degree square to my son. So I kind of like might take on that a little bit, but um it's not in my big three it's my rising and i think Ziamara's um sun sign yeah okay yeah and capricorn's her moon Scorpio energy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and so so how do you find the playful side of scorpio of death and you know a lot of people look at the death card when it comes up in a reading and they their eyes get really wide and they think it's something terrible and actually the death card is all about new beginnings really it's about mm -hmm. getting rid of the old and so how do you find the playfulness in that well by surrendering of course <laughs> it's you know what i mean that's the ruler or that's scorpio rulers pluto the only way to deal with that kind of energy is to surrender to it because it will take full control over you if you try to fight it you know, so I think the the playful side of Scorpio is surrendering to that power that's within and do not try to like, you know, control others with your own power dynamics. Um, and Scorpio is all about like the death and rebirth of things. So 
you know, I think the the fun side of that is like they can take strides in life when transformation happens, whereas other signs, you know, struggle a little bit more. So I think the playful side to them is definitely that they can, you know, talk about things like death and the occult and and the dark things that kind of scare people and, and create a shock value you know do not scare scorpios it amuses them <laughs> they kind of get like that. right you know, they're just like, i mean i'm that way i'm a scorpio rising and i'm that way y'all seen my book collection like i just right. love it when people look at my books and they're like you're so weird i'm like <laughs> yeah yeah you see that you see that yeah i'm not gonna say anything but i just i just want you to see it yeah well moon and my book collection are all Stephen King editions yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of that says a lot right there right yeah yeah for sure <laughs> oh my gosh so and so that so death you know and death death has a playful side it's it's part of the cycle of life and and I think that um if we can whenever I, I just lost a couple of pets and it was it was difficult because they were my kids pets but if we can find the joyful side of going to the other side crossing over um that's one of the the most amazing gifts that we can give ourselves and other people is joy in moving to the next realm right right it's we take everything so seriously. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing that that I think a lot of people struggle with, especially um, in certain religions where there's possible bad places you go when you die. That kind of makes you, you know, <laughs> like more fearful of that. Um, but once once it's normalized and people kind of see it for what it is like nothing ever truly dies, it transforms. So if you look at death as just another kind of birth, then it's another adventure to go on, you know? <laughs> like, right. like, where am I going to go? I don't even know, but let's see, you know? I don't know. I kind of think like that probably because I'm a Scorpio rising. Again, not really, not really too concerned with death. I'm more concerned with life right now because, you know, that's what's in front of me. But when death right. does me, I, I'm not going to, I don't know. I think I'll be fearful of the pain that my body would go through in the process, but not really scared to die. I feel like I'm going to be like, take me source. Like I'm going to be like very like, I don't know, surrendering. What, what this trip will be like. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, this, this is going to, so, so this is just my, my strange thought because I'm a Scorpio moon and this is my creepy playful side I and I have I have never done psychedelics, okay? But I always thought that okay, you guys can tell me this is wrong, wrong, wrong. No one has to agree to me, but or agree with me. But I always thought things like that. It, it's so it's just so drab and so boring. I thought that that would be the perfect place for psychedelics. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've I got guess. nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, and, that's and you know, sense of humor, right? Right. Yeah. Because you're trying to take death and make it like an acceptable norm, like in one shape or form. That's like what Scorpio does. It's like here, everybody turn and face death. Okay. Are you scared? Yeah, a little. Okay, cool. 
you know, like that's, that's like the vibe of Scorpio. So it's like, haha, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so since we're taking the the most difficult, playful, you know, the ones that are the most difficult to find the playful side, we had decided to make the third one be Virgo, which is the hermit, right? And a yeah. lot of people, when you think of being alone, it's very sad and lonely. And I think of turning up the music and dancing, right? Because nobody yeah. <laughs> Yes, I love it when I go into hermit mode because I literally dance through the house. I sing as loud as I can. I do whatever my body feels like doing. Running around naked. Yes, that's <laughs> the thing that Virgo, Virgo's like the earth, you know, priestess. It gives you like the earthy body healing, you know? And so if you just listen to your physical body, you can, you know, really tap into that Virgo-ness. And I feel like dancing is such a great, like, a great fun example of Virgo in, a, in its playful type, you know, hermit, the hermit in its playful sense, you know, shredding around dancing. So how many Virgos can you get being hermity together on a Zoom call? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's what I would think of. Okay, so we're all hermits and we're all going to get... <laughs> I mean, you can get them all there, but then they'll all have their mics and cameras off, so. <laughs> right. They'll be dancing, like, by themselves, but with no one to see. Because there is that part of Virgo that is very private, you know? Like, there is, like, that private side of Virgo. So, I think that is the hermit, though. That whole, you can't listen to your body, like what I was saying before, and give it dancing or singing or or eating your favorite food or running around naked or you know, anything that your body's needing, if you can't like slow down and listen to it. And if there's so much stimulation, you know, stimuli around and all this stuff and chaos going on in your life, then you can't slow down and feel those impressions and those impulses that your body is trying to tell you. So definitely dance if you're trying to get your Virgo hermit on. So I, so I have a weird question. Do, do all the Virgos that you know, like play with food? Like, are they foodies? Do they like to cook? You know what I'm saying? I think all the earth signs are in one shape or form. Um, they either like different kinds of food or they like to cook for big, you know, groups of people or they like to um, like kind of be like food critics everywhere they go where they're like, this is good, but it'd be better like that. Or, you know, like I find that to be kind of an earth sign thing because earth signs know what they want, you know, like all three of the earth signs know what they want. Whereas the other signs sometimes kind of bounce around, you know, like fire can be inspired by the drop of a hat, you know, air kind of just goes wherever the flight of the day is and water kind of gets, you know, it, it dissolves things and sometimes gets drowned. So it's like, you know, there's that aspect of that with the earth signs where they know what they want. So I find that to be where that goes. What do you so think, Viamara? Playful I don't, sides. I don't of, know if she's on this call yet. She's she'll be here in a oh, minute. Okay. So, is there any playful sides of Virgo that we leave left out? Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe masturbation. Um, <laughs> again, with the like giving your body what it needs, and you know what I mean. That's right. Diddle that skittle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like that's. A, a good little playful thing to go do for yourself and you know 
you don't need anybody. It's the virgin, right? Like, just go be you. Go be you. <laughs> right. And, and so we decided that the, the fourth in line was Pisces because we needed to get some water in there. Mm-hmm. And that's and, opposite Virgo, right? Yeah. And and Pisces to me are are in a lot, I guess because of the moon sign, you know, it's like the a lot of the Pisces I've known have been kind of melancholy in a lot of ways. But yeah. they're they're also some of the biggest partiers that I've ever known. Yeah, that is, I mean, my personal opinion on that is like um, Pisces is the sign that gets the bad rap for any kind of addiction, right? Because you're throwing yourself into something else um, completely and it's overwhelming you, right? Like an ocean would, like Neptune, you know? So, but I think the reason that that is such a thing in our culture is because Pisces are very sensitive creatures and especially if they're like a Pisces moon or, you know, a moon kind of Pisces energy, then it definitely, those people need to like slowly make their decisions and slowly wake up for the day and slowly and intuitively go inward to figure out where they go in life because they tap into their feelings more than anything else. But our world doesn't like make space for that. They're like, get on the train and then get off the train and then go to work and then take a lunch break and then get back to work and then get back on the train and then go pick up your kids. And, you know, so it's like, there's no room for Pisces to even be Pisces. So I kind of feel like that is why that label has definitely stuck a lot with folks. So, so when you say that, I automatically think of Pisces and water and the moon and the playful side, I think, is skinny dipping. It's like oh, yeah. at night, taking a dip in the water, yeah. right? Some, you know, some space to yourself and just and just being naked in the water and playful, right? Yeah. And, but I've known, most of the Pisces that I've known have been, um, they'll, they'll get melancholy, but at the same time, they're, they're very... Uh, like they're the first ones typically to text you back. Right. Right. They're super sensitive. I, I mean, is that your, so, so, so they'll be more playful, like verbally. So they'll be um, like, like they're, they'd be the kind of people for the most part that would, you know, that you could take on a verbal adventure or a texting adventure or a sexting, right. right? Yeah, they're they're very artistic too. Yes. So a lot of Pisces are are musicians or artists or, or writers, poets. You know, so I think that's another like facet of that kind of creativity, and that's the positive expression of being so in tune to the intuitive, sensitive side of yourself. Um, so yeah, that's the very playful side. Is you can create beautiful art. You can go skinny dipping. You can take beautiful baths and, and, you know, just live your best life all relaxed and whatnot. I feel like Pisces love movies, too. They're like big movie date kind of folks. I feel like that would be a fun Pisces thing is go to the movies because it's very much illusion, right? Like the movies is an illusion, a fantasy world. 
You can stay up all night partying with MDMA and connecting with people and dancing your ass off. (laughs) (laughs) That too, like raving. Yeah, like rave dancing and stuff like that is definitely like Pisces land. I don't condone that. I do not condone doing MDMA. It's a joke, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We are not licensed medical professionals. (laughs) It's interesting because it's like so many of the Pisces that I know have started out early in their life being like really outgoing and playful and wild and, and partying and, and artistic and all these kinds of things. And then, and, and then a lot of them like set aside that playful side, they forget their playfulness. They get, they get kind of squashed down. I remember my sister used to be super playful and she just turned into this like, crabby teacher curmudgeon that watched movies and ate Cheez-Its and just stayed home. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, Pisces, there's, like, no place in the world for these dreamy, artistic, beautiful spirits, you know? They're like little fairies. They're very fae-like. Yes, they are very fae-like. And no two Pisces will ever be the same. I hear that so much, too, because Pisces is the ending of the Zodiac, so it's a culmination of all the signs' knowledge. That's why it's the most spiritual sign. So that's why it comes out differently with everyone. Every Pisces is going to have a different kind of flair to them. But I do see that melancholy side that you're talking about. And a lot of it is that, like, I feel like it's, you know, a depressed kind of um, sadness that just flows through them because they're not able to access that intuitive feeling nature. Because, again, like the world. Because they can't. Right. Because the the the. Right. Right. And so Pisces, I think the biggest thing about right. play definitely to find the tribe that accepts playfulness and allows you to be that fairy energy. Right? Because then you you can authentic playful self because they really are are supposed to be naturally play. I think they get squashed and that's why they're they're melancholy. Anyway, yeah, definitely. So five is Aries, the emperor. Who wants to start that one? That's very serious. So who wants and run with Aries? I will. No, it's well, the emperor. <laughs> what do you mean, no? <laughs> Never. Oh no, not I. <laughs> it's it's the... So playful. Okay. The, the card that's associated is the emperor, and very serious, right? Everybody thinks serious and and like uh, punishing and all that kind of stuff. So- Look at the playful side, right? Oh my gosh, what what kind of look was my cat? He's meowing. (laughs) So, what's the playful side of the emperor? Gabby is afraid. So, why don't you jump in, Kendra? 
Well, I think Aries in itself is a very, very playful sign. It being in the emperor, I think, would be in the physical sense. Like most Aries are physically capable of, you know, competing in any kind of sports activity, right? Like they're just naturally good balance, naturally good on their toes, um, good hand-eye coordination, right? Like they wouldn't be an Aries warrior if they didn't have that to them. Um, so I think that the fun side of Aries and the emperor would be like, um, you know, kickboxing classes or Taekwondo or jujitsu or something like that, where you get all that energy out in like a positive outlet. Um, you get to go be a warrior and fight with people, but not like, you know, go to jail and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, you know, um, it's it's also the baby of the zodiac right and and you always Mm -hmm. think of being very playful so i think when i think of aries i always think they're the ones that like to uh play games like startle you like hide and seek and do that kind of thing yeah yeah like the kid games like that especially like hide and seek or um anything where they can like jump out at you is like such an airy thing <laughs> they love scaring people i would definitely say that for sure <laughs> duck duck goose so they can hit you on the head just a little bit too hard <laughs> right and then chase you because like all warriors like to chase <laughs> right <laughs> that's, that's even the masculine you know like the even in its divine sense the the aries mars masculine positive playful side is that it likes to pursue you know, it's love interest. So it can make like love kind of a game like this chase and come back and forth type of thing that's very playful in a romantic sense, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, and also when when it came up as the emperor, because I, I thought originally like it was the very first sign. And so it would be related to the first of the major arcana, which is the, the fool, which is playful energy, right? Playful mm-hmm. and, and free. But when it came up as the emperor, I was thinking, oh, the emperor's new clothes, right? Yeah, right. Because they kind of like being naked. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because they're very comfortable in their bodies. You know what I mean? Like Aries being the first sign of the Zodiac stands for your physical body. So they're usually pretty okay with being nudists. And they don't care if it makes you uncomfortable because it's kind of like that Scorpio thing we were talking about before, you know, because Mars is like the traditional ruler of Scorpio. And it's that same thing of like shock, shock value, like, oh, you're uncomfortable that I walk around naked every day. Well, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me you shake know. this at you. <laughs> right, this. exactly. You like what you see. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so Aries was our fifth subject and mm-hmm. oh boy look what our sixth one is gabby aquarius <laughs> it's a me it's a you are you playful at all nope i'm a stick in the mud someone yeah, like call right. me a wet blanket yeah all right <laughs> i feel like my life motto motto is like never take life too seriously because you never get out alive so <laughs> Exactly. You know. <laughs> life's too short to not have fun and that's the thing because it's like with this even with like Aquarius or like the star card it's like maybe we should talk about the darker side and not the playful side because that is the playful side like the song 
people like the the star card too it's like you know it's hope and optimism and right stuff like that right so I mean obviously we're still going to talk about the playful side because that's what we're here for well, it's because we're we're talking about the playful side of Gemini and the Gemini moon and that whole energy trying to not go into the dualities, which is also right. I mean, we could go into really <laughs> dive deep, but we do that kind yeah. of stuff. On we have right, and we want to keep this under a certain amount of time, so <laughs> you know. But but Aquariuses are kind of freaks, and so and I don't mean that bad. No, I, that is an, a compliment. Like that is like literally right. like, the highest compliment you could ever say to an Aquarius. Like entire, right. like my entire life, people are like, "Wow, you're so weird," and I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> like that is so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and you know what? Like Aquariuses are such a life of the party, um, because they are so free, and that is like the most fun side of Aquarius is that freedom where mm-hmm. they don't ghost. They'll just be like, oh, you're my best friend. Oh my gosh, you're my best friend. I'll never live without you. And then the next week they're like, oh yeah, by the way, I moved to um, Venezuela. Yeah. Um, so yeah, send me a postcard, you know? And, right. then you hear from and if you ever hear though, later. like you've got a place to stay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're all about the community and all of that, but the community is the whole world to yes. an Aquarius. So there is no time to joke because literally my friends used to make fun of me all the time because they're like, I'd be like, oh, have I ever told you about so-and-so? Like, they're my best friend. They're like, Gabby, like literally everybody is your best friend. And I'm like, yeah, I know. What's your point? (laughs) Because I love you all so much. (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. My one of my best friends is an Aquarius. The time I'm living in the moment. Yeah, definitely. And that's what, you know, Uranus rules Aquarius and Uranus is about the higher levels of thinking and connecting to spirit. And Mm -hmm. so there's nothing more connected than being like, I'm living in the moment, you know, right? that's like 100% connected to source. It's funny, though, because it kind of gives us that like illusion of like being like detached. And it's like, we are good at like disconnecting and like detaching emotionally from certain things. But like, people think that we're emotionalist almost too because of it but it's like we just see the emotions from like an objective like a higher objective perspective so we kind of like analyze the emotions more than feel them like we still feel them but it's like we don't recognize the like feeling sensation as much as the like knowing of what's going on you know what I mean I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody (laughs) yeah it's more like looking at the bird's eye view of something instead of feeling it like Mm -hmm. intensely that it that that it like consumes you Mm because that's the thing about like feeling your emotions is sometimes you can just be like making them worse like you know when you're a little kid and you're like staring in the mirror and you're like this is what my cry face looks like I'm gonna (laughs) cry harder you know it's like that same thing versus like okay, I'm just going to detach how I feel about this and just think logically about it. And be right. Smart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a blessing and a curse, though. Like, I mean, I feel like having my Venus in Pisces definitely helps me connect to emotions a little bit more because, like, the rest of my chart yeah. keeps me disconnected. Kind of, Well, not disconnected because I'm still connected. It's just in a different way. But 
yeah. I don't remember where the hell I was going with that. Welcome to the Gemini moon. Like, <laughs> the thoughts are coming in so fast. Yeah, yeah. From an Aquarius perspective, like, oh my god, like, can this get any more like a <laughs> squirrel? <laughs> Random. Right. Oh my god. And now we're talking about butterflies. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. To go from to go from Aquarius to one of the, and it's funny. This is my personal. Kind, kind of one of the most like stoic signs to me which is Taurus right yeah mm-hmm. I mean yeah. I get along well with Tauruses but they're just so they're like a good meal that's it yeah you know, it's like... <laughs> yeah you leave and your your belly's full and you're just so happy and grounded <laughs> But they're yeah. but content. A whole lot of other things. It was just, you know, it's not really describable. It's just a meal. And it was good. Yeah. I'm full. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Taurus, Taurus energy knows what they want again. So they're very like, this is what I want. And this is how I like it. And yeah, this is how it's going to be. You know, so it's a fixed sign, just like Leo and Aquarius and Scorpio. So it has that fixed to it where it is kind of like, you know, this is my way (laughs) kind of thing. It kind of surprised me, right? The Herophant, right? Mm -hmm. I I don't know why it surprised me that that one was related, but it. See, I don't see that. I, I think the Empress is Taurus because that's the Venus card so when I see the Empress come up had a little problem with when it came up in in all the descriptions and that was the one that kept coming up I was like that doesn't feel right yeah me neither because the Hierophant is to me more like Sag that's what I was gonna say yeah like Sagittarius right because it's like the the priest Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think it's even hey. like a priest guy on the like traditional tarot. It's like religious in a way. Mm-hmm. I think of Tauruses that way at all. At no, all. I see Taurus as the empress laying on her throne being fed grapes. Right. Right. Like right. that's Venus energy. Like pleasure me, please. You know, like that's, that's the Venus stuff. Like they know what they want and they're going to get it. You know, See, that's why I this, like because because the other ones, you know, we could go along with pretty well, but this one, I, we're all in agree in agreement. Yeah. This is just doesn't make much sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not agreeing with that one for real. The other I ones, object. I, yeah, I object. The I, other ones that we've done so far, I agree with for sure. Um, the Virgo one, I sometimes um, think is Nine of Pentacles mm-hmm. as well. I so but that's not a major arcana card right. so I get that but anytime I see nine of pentacles I'm like oh my Virgo peeps so, like I start thinking about my kids you know <laughs> right yeah but what's what's the playful side of Taurus the playful side is that they know how to enjoy themselves and they know about creature comforts like like I was saying about the food and the you know yeah, the luxury a good meal is very it's not very playful, yeah. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but it is accurate because Tauruses are the notorious foodies. They're like the ones mm-hmm. who will like research restaurants just to see the menus and like 
you know, orchestrate all their friends to come to this specific restaurant that nobody's been to before because they have all of everybody's wants and they know what everybody, all their friends they invited are going to order because they pay attention to that stuff, right? Because they know what they want. And so they wanted to make sure their friends know what they want, you know? Right. So it's like, there's, it's all very um, orchestrated around pleasure and comfort in life and that kind of stuff. So tourists are, are all about like, um, you know, going out in nature and having a good old party out in the woods. Like, I feel like they love luxury, but they also like that where they want to go out in the woods and have like a giant bonfire type thing though, too. So they can be very playful and fun in those ways. Um, fine things <laughs> yeah just fine things man <laughs> goes tucked down in the mud oh yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's like yeah the earthy part of venus and from there a very playful sign to me but we're talking yeah. about the playful side but leo is one of the most playful signs mm -hmm. out I yeah, mean, definitely. They are when when they are um really in their in their stride and they're not on the dark side of Leo and they're on they're just they're playful and funny and lighthearted and joyful and they're just so, so much energy. They're like little kids all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that way, especially with my Gemini partner. Like I get that way with him a lot cuz we we get very playful like just pretending stuff, like just playing around and just like being silly, you know, just play, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, very much a Leo thing. And yeah, I agree. It's shadow side is, is playful with people's emotions. It can be, yep. you know, but it's not always that way. It depends on if they have their ego in check or not, because yeah, that's, that's where it comes. Leo is the ego mm -hmm. opposed to having self-worth. And so if their mm -hmm. ego overblown and worth to back that but one of my favorite mm -hmm. my Leo photos always have such a blast going photo safaring just taking random pictures of the weirdest shit and just laughing right mm -hmm. yeah yeah that does sound like a very leo thing I um, go to when i was younger i love you do what that's really fun yeah that sounds awesome yeah when I was a kid I always did one act play because I felt like that was such an outlet for me to be able to like express myself through these characters you know it's like that's the actor sign to Leo is like the sign of the actor you know it's like the the movie star type sign everything so I think that's the playful side of it is that it can get very um, dramatic, you know, and so the drama keeps other people transfixed because they're in their groove and they're like performing for the audience, you know, but yeah, I always loved that when I was younger. Cause it just, it really felt like the Leo type vibe too. It's just like very playful and no one can see you. Like, you know, like if you've ever been on a stage like that, the lights are so bright, you can't see the audience. So you are kind of just living this alternate kind of expression that seems like it's real but it's not so it's very it is like play you know so like you know and, and it's it's interesting that the 
a card that's um, related to Leo is strength, but it's but sometimes I I don't know because it's like it's like the sun, the fool, and it's it's like most of the Leos that I've known I don't necessarily think of as you know like strong and and like that, but I think of them more like like sunny or 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 just like the fool energy so i think that that's interesting i'm not saying that they're not strong i just think that in the major arcana cards the lion that it it was like married to that what do you guys right yeah because when i see the sun come up like the strength card to me is more aries um and then when i see the sun card come up with that little baby and the sunflowers i'm like oh that's leo because to me that represents like a child at play having fun and i think it's like riding an animal and it's like naked it's like look at me you know it's just very leo so i think you're right i think it got married to the to the lion aspect of the the picture and people Mm -hmm. and and because i don't think that it 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 really depicts Leo at all. So that's another one we're in agreement to disagree about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, sometimes I do, but only in the sense of like the spiritual self, right. um, because Leo rules the sun and the sun is like your spiritual like expression. But again, that's that playful, like childlike part of you. So I don't know. I guess it depends on the reading, to be honest. I mean, if mm-hmm. the sun card already came up and then the strength card comes up, I'm going to signify it with the Leo, the sun right. card. I'm going to think it's talking about the sun card that I got. Um, but if it's reversed, sometimes I'll think there's an Aries type energy, like first house energy, but it's a Leo sun in the first house or something, you know, like there's some kind of mixture going on. Right. Mm-hmm. And from Leo, we get to go to woo woo. Woo! You take this one away, Rain. Well, and Libra is tied to justice. I mean, just about everybody knows about things being fair, things being just, and it's like, what's the playful side of justice? Doesn't seem like it's very exciting. What's the play? But I mean, justice is playful. Well, not necessarily playful, but it's just, I feel like justice is very positive in itself. You know, there can be playfulness in justice. I don't know how, but it can be there. <laughs> like R. Kelly getting captured and put in jail. Yeah, that's, that's some cool justice. When I would say life isn't fair. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, it should be. Mm-hmm. It should right. be fair. It should be. You know what's weird though? My my Libra mother always used to tell me my mom's a Libra and she always used to say whoever told you life is fair lied. That is the most like un-Libra thing she could ever say to me. (laughs) I want it to be fair. I want it to be equal. I want it to be you know that's what it's is is it is life being balanced and fair. And it's mm-hmm. like, why can't it be that way? Right. But but as far as being playful is concerned, I think that Libras are are just in general a little bit can be a little bit flighty and playful and just mm-hmm. weird. I think that right. Libra the balance goes like this sometimes. 
scale goes all the way over to the kind of wacky. One of my favorite things to do is is like and look how old I am. I will <laughs> I will wait and shoot them with the nerf gun. That's one awesome. of my favorite. We were actually yeah, talking I, about that earlier today, playing with Nerf guns. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so much fun. <clears throat> that is so like a way to embody the Aries like side of of Libra is like shooting guns, but with something that doesn't kill. You right. know, <laughs> that's finding the balance. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like that's finding the balance. Like you're doing something, balancing it. You know, not too Libra of an activity like shopping. You're trying to do something active and a little more warrior-like, but you don't want to hurt anybody. And that's the weird <laughs> thing. Can you believe I don't like to shop? I mean, I don't blame you. I hate shopping. <laughs> I hate shopping. That's funny. It is not fun. Well, to... I like yeah. I, I like dancing. You know, I mean, I'm the weirdo who I'll be... and I'll be raking and I'll be listening to music, and suddenly I'm like dancing around. And probably my neighbors are looking at me like, oh, man, she's high. She's a little touched. There's, but... Yeah, I'll just break into dancing wherever I am. I could be in the car. I could be working. I could be on and going on a hike. Any place and a particular piece of music comes on and I'm just like, like Kermit or something. <laughs> yeah well you know the air signs are all about music because it's sound it's vibration and that's what air carries right so that Mm -hmm. makes sense too have you ever sang like in a choir done anything like that both of y'all i I was one who taught my kid to sing i don't sing a lot anymore but i do love singing and i used to love it a lot more when i did it all the time yeah but yeah, I used to sing all the time. See, I was just the typical Leo and I wanted to be famous. So I was going to like construct a plan to be on American Idol. And my Capricorn <laughs> sister laughed her ass off at me and was like, you are going to humiliate yourself. Please do not do this. You're going to regret it. You, you can't sing. Like and I was like, but I want to be on American Idol. I was like, my daughter. <laughs> Dude, it was crazy. And I even stood in line for a really long time and all this stuff. And then I didn't even do the uh, the actual audition because she was right. And I should have <laughs> not even wasted my time standing in line. Living that lie, living the lie. Oh, like, my oh, goodness. That's dude, so funny. I need to pull this out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. I'm going to be able to. And it was like a delusion. I just was like, saw fame. When that's I was so <laughs> funny. Yes, that's so that, funny that, too. That it reminds me. Leos are a little delusional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the involved. Yes, if you're prideful about something, you're just like, oh no, I can do this. You don't know. I can do this. <laughs> I know. I've never sang a song my whole life, but watch, I will blow you away. Right. <laughs> no. That's like what's Girl. his name that was actually on American <laughs> Idol, the like a virgin guy. Remember from like the first season where he was like, I am so good. And then he like actually started singing and he started singing like a virgin or whatever. I think his name was like Keith something. Like, it was, oh my God. He was like the funniest shit ever. Oh my God. I'm sure you can like, I'll find it on YouTube and send it to you guys after. Yeah. It was like atrocious, but he was like, so like, I am such a good singer. 
And like, you I were swear saying that... things like that, like touched for the very first time. Yeah, he was exactly. all doing that. Yeah, but like he was also <laughs> like rubbing himself too. So oh, funny. I, was, I have to find it. I'm gonna like I'll find it and send it to you guys. <laughs> you have to. That's the best. Oh my god. Yeah. That could be me. I could yeah. be made fun of by people if I would have actually gone through with that. Thank goodness. My Capricorn right. real life, like down to earth sister was like, you are crazy. Right. It's so <laughs> funny that you say that though, because like literally probably like three or four months ago, I had like a very similar conversation with my daughter. Mind you, my daughter's actually really good at singing, but it's like, she's not like, okay, because first she was telling me she's like mom like you need to let me audition for x factor like I'm gonna be awesome like I'm gonna win I was like okay well maybe but like not yet you're not and she's just like going on and we're just like we're being playful back and forth or whatever she's Leo rising by the way Gemini sun and uh she she tells me she's like well I need to be seen and I was like, well, you, you are seen. She's like, well, you don't let me have TikTok. You don't let me have Instagram. I need to be seen. At least you get to be seen. I was like, what What do you think I do with my Instagram page? Like, <laughs> first off, like, um, what do you think I'm doing on these apps? But like, <laughs> X Factor and Instagram, very different things, my love. Like, you know, you just keep practicing because like, and like I said, she is really good. Like, she's really good for not being like, professionally trained or whatever but like I I've always like encouraged it that way with her I'm like you know like you are good but like if you want to be great then it's like you know and she's taken that advice and she's good but not yet she's not ready for x factor yet (laughs) right yeah that's the thing we we get like overconfident in our abilities but it's a fake it till you make it thing with us we know we're not that good but we're like oh no 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 you just gotta wait it out like I'll be there I don't think you trust me but trust me, I'll get there. You know, yeah, it's like exactly. it's very over overzealous, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and speak- <laughs> That's cute, though. I love that. Speaking, You know, cancer has always been associated with the chariot. Pretty much everybody associates cancer with the chariot. How do you guys feel like about that? And what's the playful side of cancer? I mean, they are... Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like they're the chariot either. The chariot's all about movement and it's all about journeys. So again, the chariot to me is more Sagittarius energy or even Pisces because it's a journey, right? Right. I almost um, feel like the Pisces and the uh, Cancer should like in the list that we have should almost be switched. Switch. And I don't know right. if it's just because it's like you know default like Cancer's ruled by the Moon, so it should be the Moon. But like even in the tarot deck that I have now. Like, my old one, it, it right in my things, it would, like, associate whichever sign was with it. But even in this one that doesn't associate the astrology with the cards, like, there's crabs and stuff on the moon card. Right. Like, How the fuck is this not cancer? And there's, <laughs> and there's a moon and the water and a wolf howling at the moon. Like, all of that is, like, cancer, 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 cancer. Right. Yeah. And, I, and- I think cancer's playful. I mean, cancers are the the subtle fruit zodiac as far as i'm concerned like like aquarius is and cancers are subtle freaks Mm -hmm. undercover freaks you want to know why (laughs) why um because every sign the sign behind it is something that's hidden from them and their expression so the sign behind cancer 
is Gemini. So that like, that kind of expression, like Gemini is very, very like, you know, we, it's just very connected in a different way than cancer is. So that kind of connection is very like foreign to them or hidden from their psyche in a sense. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, all the, all the cancers that I've known are really like just warm and like helpful and almost earthy for you know almost earthy for a a a watery kind of a sign but right but playful again pisces and and cancer you know the the water all has that kind of feeling of subtlety like they're they they necessarily be gregarious in their playfulness mm-hmm. i mean yeah. do you get that yeah they're more of like a family board game night kind of playful right. <laughs> like, everybody right. come to my house we're gonna do this event like they're all about bringing you into their safe space mm-hmm. because they're showing you a good time right yeah yeah it's like that's the the fun part of cancer i know it always reminds me of that guy uh benny benny drama Drama. he dresses up with that girl benita benita when he's the cancer version oh my gosh he does so good at benita yes oh my god dating a cancer be like yeah i know because in that he talks about like like, I know we just met, but I love you. Do you want to know what my favorite wedding ring is? And this is what <laughs> I want my kids to wear to their graduation, even though I don't have kids. And he starts going into the whole, like, thing about, like, they want to, like, it's almost like how that expression, how people are like, oh, I want to wipe her. Like, I want to I want right. to make her my wife or whatever. Yeah. But it's the opposite. It's like with a woman usually. And it's like, oh, I want to grab him. I want to yeah. grab him. Don't let him go. <laughs> pretty much i still use the term wife him up i like i still use the term wife for like the other way i don't know i just always have it's like yeah except like for a man i'd be like i want to wife him up like it's what's the difference (laughs) right yeah (laughs) what is the gender binary anyway i just use all of the things interchangeable and like i always have i mean i do have to be aware of that around some people because like it does like you know does not sit well with them but like generally the way I've always spoke like I'll use gendered terms but I always use them in a gender neutral way so (laughs) yeah you know you can wife up a man (laughs) yeah right see that's such an Aquarius way to look at it too like everybody needs to look at it that way yeah right we'll get there I mean like I feel like there's a lot of people like finding their own path in between so that's why like certain things are like important to them and it's like I can get down with that so it's like I'm just not gonna you know I'm I'm not going to say that around those people that I know will upset them because like, obviously I care. <laughs> like, right. You know. Yeah. So this anyway, may be <laughs> We don't agree with the standard uh, uh, description of because Sagittarius is temperance. And when I say temperance, I think of the fake part serious because all the Sagittarius's I know have this way of being in the world that is not they really are mm-hmm. right so, 
for temperance. They are not that way at all. Yeah, hold up. That just, okay, so I'm, like, reading in my book, literally the first line says temperance represents moderation and having patience the ability to compromise and find satisfactory solutions diplomacy and cooperation and balanced emotions that is so fucking far from sagittarius if i've ever that's, heard it that is literally the complete fucking opposite that's libra sagittarius yeah, yeah right? that's libra i mean i know justice is already libras but that's still another libra card or even right maybe yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like that is not life. any like that is the exact opposite of any ever met. And like, and coming from a sad <laughs> right. moon, like we are not right. fucking patient. We are not no. diplomatic. We are no. like none of that shit. <laughs> like, nope, nope. Me neither. I have all that sad stellium stuff, and I do not have any of those qualities. I strive for them, right. but I have real hard time with a lot of those too. Yeah. So that's not sad Sagittarius could almost be like the tower too like because Sag is super fucking destructive right like yeah for real it could be the tower Mm -hmm. I definitely I definitely think that yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. or the chariot like the chariot is is a positive expression and then the tower is like how it takes everybody down with it because it's been dragging everybody along spreading itself and then everybody's coming down you know right exactly and as somebody who like and i'm sure kendra you can relate as somebody who has like gone through an experience and i'm sure i still sometimes do it the like lower vibration of the sagittarius is like yeah that's what we do because it's like you know when you feel like your feelings are hurt or if you feel like somebody's insulting you you don't even think about anything you just think about like how the fuck can i tit for tat this person like how can i make you feel how you just made me feel like you know and there's no thought put into it it's like right act first and ask questions later (laughs) so it's right yeah they ever match temperance card with sagittarius (laughs) well maybe because like maybe the person that like made that list didn't actually know and they were like temperance that must be like they have a temper or something and then they're like oh sagittarius Oh, that's perfect. What a good joke. <laughs> right. yes. Oh my goodness. Temperance? Yeah. No, temperance. No, temperance. <laughs> um, I mean, even the judgment card, like the judgment yeah. card where everybody's oh. coming up out of the tombs and it's like, what's happening here? That's more of a Sag thing. Like, what? There's zombies? You know, it's right. so extra. Like, right. and then the trumpets blowing. It's like, it's the end times, folks. It's the end times. You know, it's yeah. like all the across all the continents telling us it's the time to die you know <laughs> like that's that is very sad I don't oh, know like sure. the judgment card and because of what you were saying like I have so much sad energy and yes especially when I was younger before I was very self-aware of my actions and behaviors I would get so self-righteous mm-hmm. where I would get offended usually because of astrology, to be honest, because yeah. I would be trying to push it on someone like you've got to yep. think it's so awesome because it was awesome for me. And I was just so about it, like fire sign about mm-hmm. it, that it turned people off. And then I'd get offended and then I'd be like, you know what? Fuck off. You right. know, so this it's like very self-righteous. With you. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, Leo yeah. In, my Leo and whole thing. And now you got my such energy. Right. <laughs> right yeah because you didn't like what i had to say like who are you not important 
you know right. like that's how that's how it gets because you are get scum on the bottom of my shoe <laughs> yeah that's all they can get they can they can get especially if they're really successful Sagittariuses I know quite a few of those that they are so full of themselves you know and it's like wow you know, because they just have been so successful and had so many opportunities, right? Because it's mm-hmm. the Jupiter, it's the jovial, like, oh, so many opportunities that they just think that they're better than other people. You right. know? That's, that's not true. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> We're all just humans trying to get by. Yep. <laughs> For judgment. <laughs> which brings Sorry. us to our last one, which the the moon that we're going into right now, and that's Gemini. And a lot, you know, Gemini's do get bad rap a lot of times because they have that duality, right? You never necessarily, the Gemini definitely have a playful side to them. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're like known as the youngest sign of the Zodiac, where I was talking about Capricorns, the oldest sign that ages in reverse. Gemini's are always going to look young. Like they are always the people that people are like, oh my God, you're 50? You look 30 because they're Gemini's. Hello. They're going to look flawless like that forever because it's the sign of youth, right? right? They're also, they keep their mind young as far as like they love to play trivia or like to play games or they love to read or they like to do Sudoku. Like they're always keeping their mind, you know, going and, and actively stimulated. Mm-hmm. So Gemini's are quite the opposite of Sag. I mean, generally speaking, anyways, they're the opposite signs of the Zodiac. So where we were saying Sag can get very like extra, extra read all about it. Gemini can get like very focused on the small little details, you Mm -hmm. know, and very about the data and about the information coming in. So a lot of times I think the fun side of Gemini is like having text conversations or writing letters to each other or like even Passing writing notes. dirty notes. Yeah, like writing dirty notes to each other <laughs> or saying things through text that you would never say out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, like do you guys live for that because they're just like, oh yeah. It right. gives them that contrast, you know, that duality okay, so, type thing. Gemini so is the twins. It's related to the lover's sign. But mm-hmm. don't agree. I don't go say it again. Well, I'm it. sorry. I gotta be like I, I think it's I mean, more like it feels more magician in a lot of ways. Yep. You know? yep. I don't that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. So you I can see that like it's more the magician. For sure. Yeah. I mean I can kind of understand where it comes from, like with the lovers, because like the lovers is also a duality card too. Like it's the masculine and feminine, and then it's like the Gemini is like the dualistic sides as well. So I can see it from like that angle, but like it, I don't, I don't know. I feel like the magician definitely resonates a lot more with the whole archetype of Gemini. Right. Cause the lover's yeah. card to me is like a fire sign card. Right. Like I yeah, see like the passion, lover's card. Like love and passion and like. Right, the, or even Scorpio. Like right. it might not be a fire sign, but it might be Scorpio or, or you know well, what I mean? mean like, Scorpio is like, what's Scorpio anyway, other than a fucking like ocean. honorary fire sign? <laughs> like, you know, right, it's like yeah. the watery fire sign or the fiery right. water sign rather. It's traditionally ruled by Mars. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, it is still kind of like a fiery element to it. But yeah, I don't. Um, 
I don't agree with the lover's card as well because the air signs are not known for that heart connection like the fire signs are or even right. like the times. So I think it's the magician too because the magician has the duality of as above so below in the card. Right. Right. Down he's got he's got all the balance of all of the elements because he's got the pinnacles and he's got the cups and he's got the wands and he's got the the uh, the staffs so he, or the swords. He's got all of the different archetypes blended in together. And back in ancient times, like Hermes was like the messenger to the gods between the humans. And so it, he was like special as far as like, I can travel anywhere and get right. messages from any God and come tell these low life humans. Right. So right. That like was Hermes, like, AKA Mercury, thing. AKA the ruler of Gemini. <laughs> exactly. And Hermes Trimeganus or whatever that guy was called. Hermes the Thrice or whatever was like a magician. And it's one of the first occult books that, that comes to mind when I think of Hermes because he was like an actual magician that wrote occult books back when it wasn't even safe to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's interesting how we did not talk about this beforehand and we pretty much differences in all of this and the. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that's... So are you guys ready to how that works? Yeah, let's play a game. Yeah. 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 Okay, so it's really silly. We're kind of, we we just decided to take some characters. Um this time we characters on SpongeBob of all places and decide what their <laughs> big And so since since it's SpongeBob, let's just think the big three on sponge oh. for spongebob would be i just want to say really quick too before we jump right into it this is also uh-huh. a good opportunity like for anybody listening like tell us what you think in the comments if you agree with well anything with the cards or even like anything what we're about to say with the spongebob characters you know hit us up on our social medias and get engaged you know tell yeah us if you think we're wrong and why? But tell us why. You can't just tell us we're wrong. You have to tell us. Explain yourself. Explain <laughs> yourself to be sad moon because we yeah. gotta have explanations. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so let's let's go. If anybody wants us to talk about a particular person or a particular character and guess what their top three might be and why, that might be a fun. In comments, we can do that. You know, at the end of another. Yeah, of course. Especially if it's fictional characters, because like real people and stuff, like you can easily just like look Google that shit that. up on Google. Yeah, yeah. You know, we want yeah, we want things with definite answers. And like you know, even fictional characters sometimes in shows and stuff, like they'll say when their birthday is, but it's like I don't think the writers always, if you know, have the knowledge of the embodiment of the sign. So just because they say they're one thing, it doesn't mean that that's what they are. Like for example, I was watching the Umbrella Academy the other day, and anybody that's watched that knows that like all of the members of the umbrella academy were born at the end of october so they would be scorpios but like they have each one of them has like very different like energies from other signs <laughs> like yeah there was one i was like watching i was like wow he's definitely an aries and then it was like wait a minute but they're all scorpios <laughs> yeah i don't think a lot of the writers yeah even go into the depth of of actual astrology it's just more like pop culture words that they want to use to like tag yeah exactly i don't think they really understand 
Right. Exactly. So I, I want to tell you that that SpongeBob's moon is an Aries. Because he's got the because he's got the baby the baby of the zodiac, right? Right. And his emotions okay. so I think that his his kind of like um playful childlike part I would think his moon would be Aries. What do you yeah, I agree with that. I could see it. I think his rising sign is Aquarius. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> he's always bouncing around and he's yeah. always just like Gabby, like can't sit still. <laughs> he's got all these ideals running through her head. Like that's how SpongeBob is. So I would say Aquarius rising. Yeah. What do you think about uh, sun sign, Gabby? Oh my goodness. That's a hard one though. Um, I almost want to say Pisces, but I'm not sure. Like I almost want to say Pisces for Patrick too though, but like. doesn't really get Polly. Right. But I mean, that could be where the Aries moon and stuff comes in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If the moon is in Aries, but your sun is in Pisces, especially if that moon is in Aries in the first house or the eighth house, it's going to cancel out the Pisces vibes. Right. But he does live in the water, which is a water sign thing, you know? So Mm -hmm. he lives in a pineapple, though. I guess that would be his like Aquarius rising. (laughs) Right. A pineapple pineapple under under the the sea. sea. (laughs) (laughs) That is so Aquarius. (laughs) <laughs> okay uh, so so let's go he, I'm definitely he just, a capricorn <laughs> right yeah a hundred percent capricorn sun right we think capricorn sun arising sun sun i think definitely. sun and then like maybe like a cancer moon and taurus rising i'd say yeah Yes, definitely. You are spot on cancer moon because he's all about his creature comforts and he is a crab. And then, yeah, yeah, the rising. I, I think I agree with that one too. Yeah, because for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. and he yeah, he likes the he likes he knows what he wants. You know, like what I kept saying about Taurus is like he knows what he wants and he wants to have the face of Mr. Krabs be you know everywhere and everybody love his Krabby Patties and he's a foodie. He's making food. Hello, he's right. definitely. Right. Oh, what about Patrick? my bae i love patrick so much (laughs) patrick's my favorite i feel like he's a triple water sign all the way oh yeah he's definitely i feel like he's a scorpio rising though like yeah whenever siomata talks about him too like she always mentions like how he wears like the fishnets and the boots in that one episode (laughs) like that is he's gotta be a scorpio rising (laughs) and he doesn't give a fuck what people think about him so he's definitely scorpio like i don't care that's your problem you don't like me right yeah, but like, it's like, I feel like he's also kind of like Pisces too, like yeah. the more like childlike side of Pisces. Yeah, definitely, because he like lives in that little cave thing too. He that's all rock. Dark. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have any life. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I got some cancer vibes for sure. Oh no, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like definitely like a Scorpio thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, it is like a hidden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Patrick is. Yeah, I'd say he's probably like a yeah. water shrine. You know, yeah. he can be like a Pisces sun, Cancer moon, and Scorpio rising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. He's he's all water. But like, and I mean, he even talks real. Like the yeah. way he talks is very like 
he's thinking of everything he's saying, which is very like intentional. You know what right. I mean? So it's like, like I don't know what the with the sun and the moon though. I'm like, because that could be interchangeable. Because like maybe he is more of a Cancer sun, and then like a Pisces moon. Because that's where his like imagination and playfulness comes in, and then his like Scorpio rising because of them sexy fishnets he wears. <laughs> right? Yeah, I probably can't forget those. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think that I- actually fits better. Talking in characters, it helps people that aren't that familiar astrology and zodiacs, etc. That that need to start really. you see people through and and when you start getting deeper and deeper, start getting you know and charting because you've been doing this for how long oh like over two decades now right when you start getting into it um the accuracy is crazy so this yeah. is a fun way so that people start seeing, oh, yeah, okay, I see how that is. Right. It kind of, like, it gives you a good, like, glimpse of, like, the archetype of the energy of each sign. Right, of. with something that is socially recognizable. Right. Something to connect and associate with. SpongeBob, right? Like, if we use characters and things like that, it's it's to bridge that gap. Right. So people know like, oh, that like bouncing around energy, that's so Aquarius. Okay. So then when they meet somebody that's, you know, it's like really, really hard not to spot an Aquarius, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's an easiest sign to be like, oh, that Aquarius, you know, like, so I feel like that's a good example to, to, to give out so people, we can bridge that gap and they can see it in real life expressions instead of the characters, but they'll remember it because of the pop culture, like, right and i think spongebob is a really good one too because like everybody knows what spongebob is like look at us like we're all from like you know different generations and stuff and we all know exactly what spongebob is and we know spongebob well enough that we are having a discussion about it you know like (laughs) yep exactly by the way are we gonna do sandy yeah okay Sandy next, then and that'll be our last one, right, guys? I think this will what be the last. Squidward, we got a Squidward. We got to do Squidward too. Squidward and Sandy, and then we can. Okay, and then we'll cut it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> All right, Sandy. I would say is probably a Virgo sun, and maybe like a Sag moon. I could see her with... being a Sag moon for sure. I don't know about the rising. What is her rising? She's a land animal. She doesn't belong in the ocean. Right. That's Maybe why, like, we were just like Capricorn or Taurus. What's that? A little bit of Aquarius energy in there, too, in that she's freaky and she's living she's a under the sea. Mm-hmm. Right. In an astronaut suit that she made under the sea. Yeah. <laughs> And she is always like like welding. Like, don't you ever see her welding and stuff? Like, she's always like building stuff. That's very Aquarius. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. So definitely Virgo because she. Maybe she would be a Virgo rising Aquarius sun Sag moon. Maybe. Yeah. 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 That sounds better. 
It's almost like me, but instead of Virgo, I'm Capricorn. I've got not a lick of Virgo in me. I don't know how to organize anything. <laughs> no. That's okay. It's oh, funny. Goodness. So he's such a crabby person, right? Right. But I feel like Squidward is like so crabby though because like he wants to because he has to work you know he just wants to like play his clarinet and enjoy the finer things of life and his art and stuff like that but he's forced to like right yeah and but he's like miserable because he's forced to like work and be a member of society when all he wants to do is just play his clarinet and like isolate himself and just be him and his clarinet (laughs) yeah he's definitely a pisces moon yeah yeah, Pisces moon and then like what what rising would he be? Cuz on the on the outside people see him as super responsible. So I feel like he was he'd be like a Capricorn rising or Taurus maybe. That's a Capricorn rising. rising. De- definitely not Capricorn sun Very because he doesn't like work enough to be a Capricorn sun. So I feel like rising would definitely cuz like that's his exterior. Right. right. Capricorn rising. Right. Pisces moon. What kind of sun? He could be like a Gemini sun. Yeah, I was thinking that was exactly yeah. Because he's just so yeah. He just goes yeah, off. and every now and then you get that like the, like every now and then you see like there's you can see a little deeper into Squidward and you're like wait a minute right. like you're not just a fucking scowly cranky old man like you know it's just because like you want to have fun you want to enjoy life but like you're being forced to work in this dead-end job you know you're like not even flipping burgers you're the person that's like taking the money and you have to like deal with the miserable customers all the time like you know right. he hates it <laughs> right so pisces aquarius or pisces with the capricorn mm. it was really a this was really a fun thing to do because it you know mood and i hope that um I hope that this moon, this Gemini moon, and talking about the playful side of what's going on kind of helps people into a happier after listening to this. Right. Right. I do want to just quick shout out to Xiomara. She had a little bit of like technical difficulties, but like she had a lot of the brains behind this episode too. Absolutely. A lot of the planning. And a lot of the ideas for it, so Definitely <laughs> sucks that she couldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and, and we talked about that for a little while with her, and she, you know, she's the one that came up with all that, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Z. Yeah, yeah, so we love you. Wonderful, you guys. Thank <laughs> you, thank you for sharing this time. Yeah. All right. Bye, bye, Echoes. Bye, Echoes. Love y'all. Peace. If you enjoyed hanging out with us here in the V Cave, join us over on Instagram. Our handle is at V underscore Cave Echo. That's V underscore C A V E E C H O. We will keep you updated with release information and what we're working on over there. As we expand to other platforms, we'll keep you up to date as to what those handles are and how to find us. Love you all.